this is Valerie. I'm Shannon. And this is Pink Notes. Another episode coming to all you faithful listeners or first-time listeners. Welcome aboard. If you're a faithful returning listener, welcome back. And we did decide that we don't need to count what episode, episode. we're on every week. <laughs> I mean, I feel like at the beginning we did it because we were just so excited. We were so excited. Look, we've done another one and we're this, at blah, blah, blah. This is Milestones 15, though. I just want to put oh that out God. there. I know we Jeremy's shouldn't because it's a, like it's, a, it's a one and a five. So <laughs> I said to Jeremy, do we have to announce that? He goes, they know what number they're clicking it's on. I'm true. like, that's true. <laughs> Even though we just mentioned it, maybe we won't until we hit like 20 right. or 25 exactly. or 50 or 1,000 or something. Holy know. cow. Can you imagine? Yeah. So... Today, we were, oh. I mean, okay, so we sit here, mm-hmm. two white ladies and a white son, yes. not of ours, of Val's, and, um, <laughs> and we don't have any children together. No, no, Val and I don't. <laughs> that we're no, aware. No, no. I mean, <laughs> maybe a small cat somewhere. No, no. Probably so. Um, anyway, but we've, you know, tried to hash out, because we always get together beforehand. To prep and see what we're yeah, going to talk what about. what we're going to talk about. And... You know, we thought that talking about Black Lives Matter is an important thing to touch on. However, again, we're repeating. We, we are, are two, two white, white women ladies sitting yeah. here. Yeah. Um, neither one of us understand. Oh, I don't understand what it's like to be a person of color. Right. Specifically a uh, black individual, African-American individual. I don't know what it's like. Right. I can only try to empathize and my heart goes out with them. Um, I do believe black lives matter. Absolutely. I don't like the the phrase all lives matter. That just diminishes um, the black lives matter hashtag, the black lives matter movement. It diminishes it completely. Um, As far as protesting and riots, I'm all for protesting. I understand the riots. I may not condone the destruction and burning down of things, but it's not always the people in those neighborhoods that are doing those things which we don't know which we don't know so we because, can't speak on things yeah. we know we can give our opinions um and we're not we don't want to spend a lot of time on this but because we just we thought we should mention it you know honestly for me i don't know how val feels <clears throat> i don't want to say something stupid yeah and and hurt somebody's feelings yeah, or we maybe don't, we maybe don't they come back and say hey what you the hell were you completely wrong about that yeah. or you know that's not how it goes or because we do understand white privilege exists. Absolutely. You can deny it all you want for anybody who does deny it. Um, I would think that most of our listeners are kind of probably on the same wavelength yeah. as we yeah. are. Yeah. Um, white privilege does exist. Whether you, It doesn't mean you didn't work hard for everything you had um, or anything like that. I just... But uh, here's, it's here's very what sad. I it's just it this whole situation sad. is very, very sad. I cannot sad. watch that video one more time. It uh, breaks I my heart, I can't. and I can't to I watch can't. it. And then the other videos, yeah, of Ahmaud Aubrey, yeah. George yeah. Floyd. Yeah. Um, I, I just the whole stories of Breonna Taylor, and it right. just goes all the way back to Trayvon Martin, and even before that, yeah, all the, all the times we didn't know that we didn't know because about because there were no, there were no video cameras. Yeah. Nobody Hundreds had their, their yes, exactly. Their, nobody had their cameras out. Nobody had their smartphones out. So, so. it's it's interesting. I I kind of um you know straddling a line because my kids are mixed Mm. um their dad is um his mother was irish his dad was uh, a black guy from louisiana and so my kids you know have me and then their dad and um my daughter is super passionate about this Mm -hmm. 
super passionate. And I'm sure my son is too. He's just not as vocal as she is. Um, so they have a viewpoint that I really don't understand. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I, again, they have that in their blood. Mm-hmm. It is who um, their background is. And so they really just kind of, um, they have a lot to think about and talk about when it comes to this. So, you know, we talk about it some, and mm-hmm. I've never been told that I'm, I'm ridiculous and a stupid white lady, yeah. you know, because I think I'm very, very compassionate about things that are going on in the world. Yes. And I feel the same way about, you know, about the drama that happens with this administration and the Hispanic people that are here. Yes. And um, and I'm not trying to compare the two. I am absolutely not comparing them. Yeah. I am just saying that there there are inequalities in this country mm-hmm. that I don't know that we'll ever fix. And that breaks my heart, too. Um, I could appreciate the um, attention that's mm-hmm. being put on the issue of racism. Right. Um, whether it takes violence protests, peaceful or otherwise. And you see a lot of good videos coming out of um, law enforcement walking with and taking a knee with the protesters. And that just, it just warms your heart. There just needs to be more of that. Correct. And I know the media focuses on all the bad things because that's what puts asses in seats. That's what sells tickets to the show. That's what picks up newspapers if people actually read newspapers anymore. I don't know. That's what, you know, lights up Google all the time because people want to see the drama. They want to see the the, um, dirty laundry that Don Henley song or whatever it was. Um, But it is nice to see some good things coming out and people of different races coming together. There just needs to be more of it. Right. This is just putting a bigger light on a situation that had a candle flickering on it. Now it's, I think it's putting a spotlight on it and I hope that can lead to change instead of next week, you know, more murder hornets or something will be in the news so that this all goes away. I don't want it to all go away. I want the killing and the destruction to go away to be fixed, not just to be swept under the rug. I hope this leads to change. It has to be, it has to start with the police department from the top it has to start with this group of men and women who Mm -hmm. are afraid to say no who are afraid to and not all cops are bad i got to do a discussion about this um and someone said no all cops are bad that's not true that's kind of the same as someone saying all black people are bad. They're not. I agree. But I don't think that they're no, all bad. No. However, However Jamie's going to It's not the same thing. I'm, I know it's not a very yeah. good comparison. I'm just saying. But the cops that are standing by Correct. while another cop's knee is on somebody's neck and this person is crying out for their dead mother while they're dying and they're doing nothing... Right. Correct. So that's... Are just as guilty. Yes, absolutely. And that's why they've got these guys and they've taken these guys with them um, to prosecute them, which has to happen. It does. So it it makes me think of... It makes me think a lot of the cops have come from a military background. They're immediately the ones that are going to get... That are going to get hired on the force. Mm -hmm. So... You're in the thick of battle. Yep. You're in Afghanistan. You're in Iran. You're in Iraq. Wherever you happen to be. And, and your adrenaline second. is you're, just yes. like 
pulsing through you mm -hmm. and this something crazy happens and so you you react act on it and then think about it later and then look around mm -hmm. who watched that happen mm -hmm. and who's going to make it make there be justice for that and yes. that has to be where it starts it has to be better training it has to be you can't, and, and I got into, uh, I'm going to call it a conversation, and, and it's not a conversation, it was an argument with um, someone online. I'm not going to name them. That I'm sure she's not listening to my podcast anyway. <laughs> but she made this statement, and it just infuriated me that, uh, and she's a first responder, and she said something about lethal force is absolutely necessary in that circumstance because, and I quote, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. And I said, that is ridiculous that lethal force is being used on someone who was allegedly passing a counter $20 bill. Okay. A counterfeit $20 bill does not require lethal force when he was pulled out of a cop car, already in handcuffs, already in custody, and you're pulled out of a cop car and you are killed. That does not require lethal force. Lethal force is not required for Trayvon Martin to walk through a white neighborhood with his hoodie up. Right. So you know what, it's not, what Kevin and I talk about all the time now? These people, mm. police, EMTs, mm. sheriff, pick somebody, some idiot walking down the street. Mm -hmm. Do you know what everything has in common? There's somebody with a camera. Yes. So stop. Even if you thought 20 years ago, I got away with it then, you're not gonna get away with no. it now. Because none of that stuff is not, it. because there's your idea of how things happened, there's, there's my the, idea of how they happened. And then there's the video, the video of how it happened. So shut that shit down. If Enough. If killing people doesn't affect you enough, Right. To make you want to stop. Right. Maybe somebody videotaping you and showing what really happened as opposed to what you're claiming. There's three sides to yeah. every story. Correct. And I There's say There's only that all one the side. Time. They killed this man yes. and many others. But in the videos do not even seem to be deterring these guys. Right. Because they just think they can get away with it. Correct. And that's that's the big problem. But so. I think I think it's been happening. I don't know if it's happening more. It's been happening. Right. It's just being recorded right. now. Because every single person has a camera, has a camera on their out. phone. So yes, and, I'm sure it's all it, this has been and, happening. Yeah, and Bill and I were discussing and Bill brought up a really good point. Why do they have to shoot to kill? Why do you have to use lethal force right. to subdue somebody? He said if you're going to aim a gun at somebody, why do they automatically shoot for the chest or shoot right. for the head right. over somebody who may have shoplifted something mm -hmm. or somebody who may have passed a counterfeit twenty dollar bill? Shoot at the knee. Shoot at the knee. <laughs> shoot at their hand. Is it too hard to hit the knee? I if mean, you're a marksman, you have to yeah. pass, I believe, yeah. a shooting test, an yeah. arms test, right. whether you can hit a target. Pretty sure somebody who just shoplifted who's running away doesn't need to be shot in the middle of their back to kill them right. because they shoplifted a $20 item from the store. So this is the reason why we didn't really want to get into yeah. this because it is a very, um, it is a very um, passionate 
subject for both uh, for both of us um it is and, and so you know we just wanted to touch on it and make make people understand if if you guys have another opinion send us an absolutely, email absolutely absolutely I mean, maybe email. Yeah. maybe at some point we'll get a facebook and instagram page i mean that would be cool yeah yeah i think we should we've been talking about doing stuff, that yeah but anyway so that's all we're going to say about that yeah if things take a turn for the ugly between now and next week maybe we'll revisit but um, it's 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 definitely you know the hot point, and um, it, 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 it does is, yeah. make us sad. It so. does. So, um, moving on to other things, completely different subject. Completely different. We thought we'd um, talk about um, anxiety again. Which, you know, not completely different subject because, um, and the thing is, uh, I came across this article about purpose anxiety. And so we thought we'd talk about that. That's something new. People have anxiety about their job or their marriage or their finances or whatever. This is called purpose anxiety. And um, and I think as we get older in life, we're in our 50s, as everybody's well aware by now, um, I think this comes into a little more play. And I think, I don't know if it gets worse as we get older. Um, anxiety, uh, purpose anxiety is, number one, what is the purpose of life and what is the purpose within your life? And then the purpose anxiety comes in, am I living up to what I'm supposed to be in life? What is my purpose in life? Have I met that purpose? Am I doing that? And I'm 53 years old. What is my purpose in life? If I don't know by 53, will I ever know? Am I not living up to my full potential? Am I fulfilling my purpose in life? So that's what purpose anxiety is. And so, is it time? To this, get I, off I, my ass and yes. figure out what my purpose is you and know, should I do something. completely change my job yeah. and go, you know, care for homeless kids in... Or work at a hospice e or... Ethiopia yeah. or something. Or should I join the Peace Corps yes, now? Right. Or should I, you know, take a piano and join a band or, you know, something like that? Am I not living my... Um, am Your I not following potential. my true yeah. destination and yeah. living up to what I'm supposed to be in life? And, and you can say people prey on what they're supposed to be in their life and, and you can receive messages from your higher power on what you're supposed to do, whether you heed those messages or just go, I don't think that's it. <laughs> if somebody's like going, this is what you're called to do. Well, and remember, you're like, I did, oh, never mind, yeah. I'm asking the wrong person. But did you ever see the movie Eat, Pray, Love or read the book? No. Oh, I it's really good. I saw it and I had every intentions of doing oh, one of gosh. those things and I just never did. Yeah. But, yeah. She just gave up everything. Yeah. And um, went to Italy and uh, India and then ended up, I think, in, in ba Bali, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I want to be her. Yeah. I'm like, just oh, like, my You gosh. know what? I'm just going to travel around and she see what my purpose is. She had the best and, time, yeah. you know, and then, um, you know, learned how to pray. And mm -hmm. um, it was, it's an amazing book slash movie. Mm -hmm. um, and that, sometimes I do think about things Does like that. Does the movie do the book justice? A lot of times you hear that it it's doesn't. good. Of Does course, it? they have to always They have to alter it a little bit, yeah. but yeah. But it was, um, it was good. I do think about that sometimes. Mm -hmm. I don't think that my anxiety is, is, um, I don't know. Connected to your purpose yes, in life? Yes. However, thinking about how fast life goes which we've yes. talked about that before yes. too because it stays in my head flies. a lot it that flies. it flies by and i just think i'm not going to get everything i wanted done yeah and i'm going to miss so much like i'll yeah. miss my kids 
Um, it's yeah. maybe the kids that my kids have. And this terrifying fear of the whole time Jeremy was growing up. Right. And I still have it to a little bit lesser degree because he's older now, but oh my gosh. You know what? I'm so, and it was, I'm like, oh, this is such a selfish thought. I don't want to die yet because I am nosy. I want to know what goes on in Jeremy's life. Yeah, we and talked I'm so about glad that, last that he's, week. Yeah, that he's yeah. old enough, but. Um, if I die, and then I'm thinking, you know what? If I die, I'll know everything that goes right. on in his life because yeah. I'll just be there. I'll try to be quiet and not not knock stuff over in your home. But you know, my mom but, used to know. my mom used to think about this when we were younger, mm. um, probably in our 20s and 30s. You know, we were just starting to have yeah. kids. My sister and I, and my brother too, and she she hated the fact that we all lived in different places. Mm. And um, she said, "I just want to own a compound." A compound everybody where everybody has yes. their own house. I have that thought that, right? you know, I have a big enough place yes. where Bill and I are in there. Jeremy's there, but he doesn't really have to yes, see us exactly. all the time. He can have his own little yep. place and yep. do whatever, but I still am connected. Right. And you can have yeah. dinner with so-and-so if you want, or you don't. Or you don't. You know, but Like, hey, but you kids, want to come over for dinner? Right. And technically, you're just on the other side of the compound. Exactly. The kids, the grandkids, they can go see, yeah. you know, grandma, or they could go see Aunt Chrissy or somebody, yeah. you know, and that makes everybody so happy. She mm-hmm. always talked about that. That would be she a great idea. She hates the fact that everybody's so far apart. Yeah. And, you know, with the kids being, I mean, Nathan on one coast, Brittany on the other coast, yeah. and me in the middle, mm-hmm. I hate it too. Yeah. It's the worst. So and Jeremy's I mean, like, oh, maybe someday I'll move to Seattle. I'm like, do you hate me? Do you just <laughs> hate me? Honest to Pete, what have I done to drive you away? He's like, it has nothing to do with you. I'm like, it has everything, everything to do with me. Of course, you know, I turn everything around yes, on me. Yeah. It's all about me all the time. yeah. yeah. You just hate me? You just want to punch right. me in my face now and get it over with? He's like, oh, my God. See, you know, Brittany just Brittany just bought a house. Yeah. And my um, her grandmother is helping her. Like, mm-hmm. it's adorable what yeah. she's done. But I'm like, I'm not there. I'm not there. I, I should be the one helping. Help yeah. And then I'm like, maybe I could go right now. And then I think, no, idiot, you have to work. You know, and so. I, you know, uh, in, the, in the back of your mom head, you go. Yeah, of course. Well, Jeremy goes to Seattle. I, I could live in Seattle. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> Jeremy's think, like, please don't do that. I'm and I'm absolutely like, yeah, in my head thinking she's got to go to Seattle. Yeah. She and Bill. Yeah. Bye bye. Because because the thing was that's why everybody thought we moved to Florida from where we're from. Because, because Jeremy, that is not why I moved to Florida. Listen, <laughs> listen, pal. I had wanted to move to Florida for a while, and Jeremy's like, ah, eh, it's just full of old people and it's too hot. Jeremy had a perfect opportunity to move to Florida before I got a chance to come down. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, died inside, moving him down. <laughs> we moved him to Bradenton and the whole way home, Bill and I actually got in a fight because we were so distraught over leaving our baby there. We took it out on each other for a brief 10 mile stint mm. and we didn't talk for a minute because that's what we do. We just we just stopped talking and we're like, and I said, okay, listen, we're just super upset that we had to leave our child 1300 miles away. So let's just pull it together. And then I got the opportunity to move down here. And I'm like, well, Jeremy just beat me down. So everybody's like, and I announced, of course, you announce it on Facebook, like you do everything. I'm like, hey, Bill and I are moving to Florida. Oh, is it because Jeremy's there? No. Yes. Jeremy didn't want to go to Florida first. I wanted to go to Florida for the last two years. Jeremy just beat me to it. And he doesn't even care for Florida. And I'm not going to where Jeremy's living. And I'm like, I'm not explaining this. I'm like, that's not why we moved down. And Jeremy's like, that's exactly why you moved down. I'm like, that is not why we moved down. I wanted to move down before Jeremy had the opportunity to right. move down. I'd been trying to move down for a couple of years. And all of a sudden, Jeremy goes, yeah, so, so uh, you know, Cole and I are moving to Florida. I'm like, what? 
no, you can't go before I, I was a little jealous. I'm like, well, how are you getting to Florida? He's like, yeah, we're moving. Can we move in the middle of an ice storm? Because that'd be ideal. I'm like, yeah, sure. So, so uh, yeah, but Britt Brit and Nathan, they both, we were living in Tucson at the time, and they both moved at separate times mm. to Massachusetts. Oh, wow. And it was weird circumstances. Like, Brittany was, there was a guy, mm. and he was um, emotionally abusive oh, with her. And so we didn't know what to do to get rid of this guy, you mm. know, and for him to leave her alone. He knew where we lived. Mm. He had her number. We oh, changed geez. her number. Did all that stuff. And finally, I reached out to their dad, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Yeah. He's like, all right, let's move her to Massachusetts. We'll just get her away from... And yeah. I think she was 18. Wow. She had just graduated. Jeremy moved down here when he was 19. Yeah. Just... He had just turned 19 when and we then moved him down here. Nathan, and I'm like, okay, bye. Nathan moved. Same situation. A, mm-hmm. a relationship that mm-hmm. just wasn't working out. Couldn't get rid of the girl in this case. Wow. And so then he... We moved him, again, um, their dad's idea. We moved him to Maine. And oh, he might have wow. been 18, too. Maybe younger. Maine it was way tough. far away. It was really yeah. far. Really far it's from the both middle of them. Of the back yeah. and beyond up there, yeah. But, you know, I think when things like that happen... You know, I, I was, I'm not a helicopter mom. We've talked about this no, by I'm, any stretch no. of the imagination. But when they move away... It's almost like when I joined the Air Force, you know, nobody was going to was going to hold my hand. Yeah. However, they also weren't going to let me fail. Yeah. So, you know, him mm-hmm. going with a relative and Brittany going with a relative, they were going to help them out. Yeah. But they weren't going to hold their hand, yeah. you know. I, so I would just help them grow. So, same thing with Jeremy. Yeah. I was so glad that he and his best friend went together. Right. Because they had no idea. They yeah. really didn't have any yeah. jobs. He had had some money, but not a lot of money. And he found, a, you know, jobs and after like a month or so. And we'd send him money and everything to get him through. And we're like, okay. And I'm like, he can't move back here. He can't move back here. We're just He just has to stick it out. Because where we're from is a tiny little town right. and there's nothing there. Yeah. There's nothing there. It's beautiful two weeks out of the year in the fall. That's it. Because <laughs> I hate snow. Sorry. But, and I said, you can't stay here. You, you know, because he's like, hey, we have this opportunity to go to Florida. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Florida? Okay. And I'm like, well, like I said, I was a little jealous. And I'm like, this is my only son. Right. And he's going 1,300 miles away. And he's just barely 19. Okay. Let's, let's do this. And then I'm thinking cool 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 i'll have more excuses to go on vacation to florida and we dropped him off in february um by may when we were planning to come down to see him the timing was perfect i had my interview for the job Mm -hmm. i have now Mm -hmm. and it worked out perfect right but that first three months from february to may when we didn't see him was awful yeah you know and he still lived in bradenton and we lived here so it was a while and then he just decided he liked um our city better so he moved up here and he's stayed with us a couple of times but he's had his own places i wonder but... if that's an only child thing what's that the time without him was terrible yeah because the time without both of my kids was terrible yeah but you know i was just like it's kind of what they do yeah i don't, I don't know i mean I we were okay with is. it but it was like Jeremy and I would go shopping together and do things together right. and just like joke around and all that. And I'm like, hey, he's so far away. I can't show him this or I can't do that. And I'm like, talk to him or text him or whatever like that. We were constantly in touch, but it was just like, 
just like a part of my heart was yeah. in Florida. You know what I mean? And I was super happy for him. And I wasn't like, oh, I have to, I have to move to Florida because my son's down there, or Jeremy has to move back. Well, maybe or anything it's like that. But Brittany and Nathan had each other. Yeah, that could be. And they were, they're very close. Yeah. And the three of us were close, but I wasn't as close as the two of them were together. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Jeremy I didn't and I have that relationship super, that you guys have. We're super close. From, yeah. I, it's a mom and son thing. But with him being the only child, I, I just, I, it was just, we were so close. But, and he would, he would call when it was getting, you know, like, oh my gosh, I, I don't have a job and I don't have this. And I'm like, it's all right. You know, we would talk on the phone and, and he would send me a text and he's like, I'm worried about this. I'm like, don't do anything until I can get home from work. He would text right. me at work and I'd be like, till I can go home and call you. And he's like, well, if you call me, I'm going to cry. So that's okay. I'll cry too. We'll just talk about it and we'll cry and we'll figure it out. Yeah. So, but just not being able to just look him in the face and say, it's going to be okay. Cause mm -hmm. on the phone, you can't see their face and you can't go look, yeah. look at my eyes. I'm telling you, it's going to be okay. And I didn't want him to come back. Right. I missed him terribly, but I didn't want him to come back because there's nothing there for him. You know, when I joined the Air Force, my mom, my mom was an Air Force brat. Oh. And so she, there was an army base in the town we, in the town we lived in. And she took me driving on base and mm -hmm. talking about what a wonderful thing it was to mm -hmm. grow up as an Air Force brat. And she mm -hmm. had the best time and it was so wonderful. Nobody was talking about college with me. There yeah. was no money, mm -hmm. at least that I knew about. Nobody was talking about where the money was going to come from. Yeah. And I was a good student. I mm -hmm. mean, I wasn't a great student, but I was good mm -hmm. enough to go to college. Mm -hmm. It's just that there, I didn't know how I was supposed to get there and do that. Yeah. So mom took me around and showed me the um, army base. And then I was like, oh, man, this is amazing. I said, mm -hmm. go ahead and take me to the recruiter. She goes, well, what? <laughs> what now? <laughs> I said, yeah, let's go talk to the recruiter. She goes, I don't want to do that. I said, I do. Yeah. And then I think six months later, I was gone. Yeah. And, uh, you know, gone for a long time. Went to Japan for four years and then nice. Germany for yeah. four years. But I couldn't wait to leave. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just one of those things where I was like, I'm, I, I think, you know, I'd been ready to make the move for a long time. Mm -hmm. And it was wonderful. You yeah. know, it was wonderful. But I can imagine how my mother felt. Yeah. You know, she probably felt a lot like we do, you know, mm -hmm. very sad, but, you know, they have to do their thing. But you have to just give them that big yes. hug and go, yeah. Yeah. you know. And if my son, for some reason, decides to move to Seattle, I'll be fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, God bless. He's a smart kid. He's very resourceful. He's right. extremely responsible, productive. He'll find and a job and he'll take I, care of himself. I don't know if you know, but the music scene in Seattle is pretty That's amazing. why he wants to go. I know that's why he wants to go. I was just joking. The entire uh, Pacific Northwest is great. It's so amazing. I don't need to hear this. I don't, I don't need any of this right I now. love <laughs> it out there. I've never been to Seattle, but I love California. I would I loved. There. I was out in California twice. Uh, I was in San Diego and then I was in San Francisco. I loved them both. Yeah. San Francisco soups expensive. Yes. But I had the possibility of a job opportunity in Hawaii about a year or so ago. Yeah. And Bill's like, yeah, let's do it. And I said, well, it might only be like a six or nine month gig. And then we'll just figure out, we'll just stay there and mm -hmm. I'll find another job. Um, it didn't work out, obviously. But I said to Jeremy, hey, man, going to take off. Your dad and I are packing up. We're taking off to uh, Hawaii for like a six month gig and then we'll just probably stay out there and you know do whatever and he's like eh I'm like what do you mean eh you're not going he's like no I went why would you not want to live in Hawaii he's like Ugh. 
music scene there isn't great. And I went, oh my gosh. I said, you can make it a great music scene. He's like, no thanks. I'm like, I'm offering to take you to right. Hawaii to Amazing. live with us until you find something or do whatever. And I'm like, would you at least visit? He's like, I guess. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, you're the worst person ever. I'm like, you wouldn't come to Hawaii and see us. I, I, you buying? You flying me? Oh, I will fly you out. Okay, then I'm in. I'm like, wow, this is just how, how many kids are gonna be like, Hawaii? Ooh, the music scene? No thanks. I don't think so. I don't yes, want to go to paradise. What a I'm quick like, flight that is from Seattle to Hawaii. Exactly. West Coast, baby. I don't want to hear this again. I don't want to hear this again. <laughs> West Coast, baby. So the whole, I mean, basically, I mean, what we've been talking about is anxiety, I'm going to guess, yeah. with our, chil- our children. With our, yeah. Yeah. Have we s- served our purpose? I, I think. Oh. But is your purpose your job? Or just no, I don't think so. Your life in general. I think I think that's more like it. I thought you know when I became a nurse. Well, I became a nurse because my grandfather passed away hmm. back in 2010, and I sat with him for about 10 days hmm. while he went through the process of dying. Mm-hmm. And um, up until that point, I had been going to the going to the school going to school <laughs> for a long time. So long that my daughter was like, my whole life, mommy, I just want to tell you. I had no idea. It's just something I do, you know, go to school. So I wanted to be an environmental scientist for a little bit until I realized you have to have um, organic chemistry. And I don't know if you know, but that's very difficult. It's very hard. So I kind of backed out of that. (laughs) Maybe I don't. And then I wanted to be a history major. I I was thinking I could teach history. I Mm -hmm. love history. And then I found out you have to have a language. Yeah. And I can't. I do not have an ear for language. I, I don't know how to speak Spanish. I was like, okay, so maybe I can take sign language. Okay, when you walk in that class the first day and nobody's talking, you know that it's going to be it's bad. It's going to be bad. And so I turned around and left. Like, no, that's not and I was like, okay, so I can't be a history major. And then Grandpa died. So as I was sitting there, mm-hmm. these nurses would come in, and they were um, hospice nurses. Mm-hmm. Incredible. They were so wonderful. nurses. I'm telling you, they're oh my god, amazing. They've got yes. a special something. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And so they were so good to him. They were so good to us as the family. Mm-hmm. They just, I was like, holy cow, this is it. I can do this. Yeah. So I go to nursing school, and um, just in case nobody knows, it's hard. It's very. It's really. Hard, maybe as hard as organic chemistry. chemistry. I don't know. <laughs> so it took me a long time, and finally got through. You know, LPN decided not to do the RN thing because my anxiety yes. makes it too much for me it's, to it's think I could get it's a my lot. RN. Yeah. Right. So I'm I'm very happy being an LPN. Well, talking to people who are hospice nurses, mm-hmm. which I totally think I could do. It's a lot of charting. Like they're there for 12 hours oh, yeah. and then they're charting after the, the mm-hmm. fact of the day. And I was like, ugh, that's a lot. So, you know, I got the gig at the, at the OBGYN office. And, yeah. Yes, yeah, which I thought I could handle. Mm-hmm. So I thought that part wouldn't be so tough. Mm-hmm. Um, so while I was going through nursing school, though, mm-hmm. I was waiting tables. And I became very good friends with mm-hmm. several of my customers mm-hmm. to the point that I'm still friends with them and mm-hmm. I have not bit waited tables in almost four years. Shannon just makes friends wherever she goes. <laughs> She's just that 
I don't make any friends. And so, you know, a lot of them are older. And I do gravitate to older people. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, you know, is that my calling? Yeah. To, to, you know, spend time with people mm -hmm. who maybe don't have no a lot of... No matter what your actual job correct. is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, I, as a matter of fact, I talked to one of my friends today and she goes, Shannon, I thought something had happened to you. I haven't heard from you in a while. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I feel terrible. Yeah. Terrible because I have missed out on my little friends, you know? Yeah. I haven't had, heard from Val for a while, but... <laughs> I don't plan on And when I do get hold of them, they're like, what? I just heard from you like three years ago. Is something wrong? <laughs> I'm not good with correspondence. I always yeah. thought I just like to help people. Yeah. And I didn't know how that would be. Um, I was very good in school. Mm -hmm. I was like straight A's, mm -hmm. the whole the whole nine, um, high honor roll, all that. Um, I had mentioned something to my mother. I mean, God bless her. And um, I had said something about, she she just thought I was mentally ill the whole time I was growing up. Because I was a little odd. I was a little different. I was a little yeah. out there. And it just wasn't in the normal range of what teenagers should do. I was just, I dressed weird and I did my hair weird. And she's like, ah, oh, are you, she asked me on several occasions if I was on drugs. I do not Your take drugs. Yes. <laughs> are you sure you're not, on, I'm not on drugs. I swear to you, I'm not on drugs. So I wanted to be a psychologist, psychiatrist, oh. something. And I wanted to go to this university near our home. And my mother said to me, oh honey, I don't think that's a good idea. Right. Like what, why? Well, you think with all your Troubles, you'd be able to help anybody else. Oh my god! And I was like, "What? Wow!" <laughs> right then and there, I decided I'm not going to college at all because obviously I'm too mentally ill to go. <laughs> so, all the presentations they bring at school, the guidance yeah. counselor's like, "Hey, yeah. how about this? How about this?" And he goes, "Please, I have to put something in your file." Just go to this demonstration. I'm like, what is it? He's like, it's the Art Institute of Pittsburgh. I cannot draw a straight line with a ruler. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> I know I'm going to say no. And they're like, well, we have this fashion program. Hold the phone. <laughs> fashion? What? It's in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I can get out of my house. Sign me up. Got my transcripts. They're like, how soon can you start? We want you. Mm -hmm. I'm like... They love that grade point average. They love that grade point average. Yep. And um, Oh, I'm sorry. You don't have an artistic bone in your body. Come that's on right. down. You can get in our fashion program. You don't have to be artistic. You just have to like clothes. Okay. So sign me up. They're like, can you start in July? I'm like, no. So I worked all summer, got money, and I went in September. Um, I was on the dean's list. I think every single quarter. Yeah. I had a 4.0 yeah. one of my semesters. I was on the president's list, did the whole thing. Um, I did some merchandising. I ran a shopping mall for a dozen years or so and all that. And I'm like, I don't yeah. have any inclination Not or feeling, feeling for fulfilled. this job. No, mm. no, I just wasn't. And then um, my, both of my parents were in the fire department and mm -hmm. the association. Uh, my mother was an EMT. So I thought, I'll give that a go. Fell in love with it. Yeah. I wasn't. A, I was uh, super active for a while. Met Bill through the fire department, um, <clears throat> and all that kind of stuff. Jeremy came along, and um, slowly tapered yeah. off. I got. I was active, and then I wasn't. And then I was active, and then I wasn't. Um, the gig at the mall ended. They were going to just restructure the whole mall, so we all were out the door. Mm -hmm. um, good point of that was I couldn't stand the job. I made a bunch uh -huh. of money. 
and my severance pay was six months worth of my regular salary. So nice. I got paid for six months oh, after God. my job was gone. So Jeremy was very spoiled when he was six years old. Like, do you want a pony? Do you want a Porsche? I know you're six, but I can hire somebody I to drive money. it for you. I got you know, just rain money on him. And he's like, yeah, buddy. So um, anyway, I just felt that eh, just wasn't my calling, even though that's what I went for and everything. And I had a passion for clothes mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, which obviously that's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever see my wardrobe now, it's um, way gone. Um, became an EMT. And then I worked in the doctor's office, became a medical assistant. Unlike you, I didn't care about going to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, I was like, you should be a nurse. I don't want to go back to school. Yeah. I have the aptitude for that right. and I could do it and pass it and all that. I just don't yep. want to do that. But I am a, I learned everything I know. I went to, I did the whole MA thing and I'm yep. certified and all that kind of stuff. But most of what I know is just by doing it yep. rather than go, sitting in a classroom and doing all that. Mine is all experience learning. Yeah. And you have a really good brain. You forget so nothing. I just, yeah, I can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember Thank the goodness. most trivial <laughs> bullshit you never want to remember. Listen, if it if it means that I can find someone that knows the answer, you're yeah. my girl. And everybody's yeah. lurking. Go ask Val. She'll remember yeah. what happened three yeah. Tuesdays ago at 4.45 in the afternoon. Yes, because this is what this patient was wearing, and I remember this. <laughs> I cannot remember their names right. to save my I life. Know. But if it involves numbers or what you look like, I'm well, all about you it. You know, so we deal with a lot of pregnant girls women at the office and they're like you know that pregnancy brain is a real thing i'm like you think that's bad wait till wait, you get menopause. menopause brain <laughs> i because say that to them all the time I... like, sorry pregnancy brain and i'm like listen <laughs> you just don't know the half of it because 30 years right. from now you're gonna have the same brain because and right no baby to show i was for leaving it. the house today i'm like tapping kevin on the shoulder and he's trying to work because catch up on some stump stump some, stump. some <laughs> stuff and i'm like um, listen, the sauce and the what are those things called? Those things. <laughs> things those and then things I'm like, there. and then those, he starts no. tapping me. I'm like, meatballs. They're called <laughs> meatballs. And I'm like, why can't I remember anything? I know. It's terrible. I look at something and I'm like, it's a, a mm-hmm. you know, this, a, it's a pencil. Um, and Bill will be like, really? And I'm like, and so yeah. I really feel like it's just going to continue on. So talk yeah. about anxiety. Yeah. Not being able to come up with a word makes, makes me, me crazy. Cr- yes. Because I'm not an idiot. I'm not stupid However, by any means. But <laughs> I look stupid when I'm trying to come up with these words. And I, my wonderful husband and wonderful son <laughs> always pointed out. Yes. Anytime oh. I'm like, yeah. he's like, <laughs> when I talk, I just can't. I think my brain is moving yes, faster than my maybe. mouth. And I so have. I say something and it's like, and I just laugh. And Bill's <laughs> like, I have no idea what you were even trying to say. You know, and, so and I'm like, it doesn't matter. He goes, talk- you talk like this to your patients? And I'm like, no, surprisingly, I don't. Oh, no, I do sometimes. I will forget. I'll be like, yeah. And then, so you're, um, allergies. Yeah. <laughs> Any change to those? Well, and they're like, like and you just I... get the squint and you're like, pull it together. It's right. Just look at the screen. I it's there. Do, I, I think about sometimes if I move past it mm-hmm. and go to what I was trying to get to, yes. sometimes that word, and then, then people look at me, the patients look at me, they're like, what just happened? What? I'm like, I got it. I got the word. I'm on it. I got the word. But as we get older, I'm thinking, is it going to get worse? Things just fall out of my head, and I, but I can Literally? remember just well. I don't know. 
Not that I'm seeing, Jeremy? but yeah. Not that I'm seeing. Okay. Cerebral right. fluid leaking. Yeah. I don't know. I'm smelling pennies and burnt toast. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like just words for things. Yeah. Like the, you just go blank. And you just and I'll just sit there and stare at Bill. He's like, "You can do this." And you see the anticipation in his eyes, like, "You got it, you got it." And then his face changes. He goes, "She hasn't got it." She so hasn't. you know, we say these things because we're thinking that people are going through them as well. Yes. And you know, we talk about a lot about our families, and we hope you guys find us incredibly entertaining. Because yes. I don't know if you've noticed, but we think we're incredibly <laughs> entertaining. So, you know, yeah. as we go through and we hope episode you can to episode. And to yeah, what we're going, yeah. going and through. And then, yeah. you know, maybe look something up. Say, oh, man, they talked, Val talked about a thing tonight, and it was uh, uh, pandemic something. What, the, what, what was, was that? The, what's the anxiety that we're supposed to be talking about? <laughs> Such a purpose anxiety. Start with the B. There it is. Purpose There's a prime example. Anxiety. So yes. it's something you know that you guys can yeah. look up. Just Google they, it. They Just, said yeah. they said a word, and I think that might be what I have. Yeah. And so you know we're super entertaining, and we're happy that you guys listen. Yeah. And we we try to talk about real issues, serious issues. We try to put a as much of a positive spin yes. and just lighten it up and right. help you out any way we can. We don't offer any kind of medical advice. We work in the medical field. We're not medical professionals. Which Val is so good at saying every week. Yes, every week. Thank goodness. I try to do that. So don't sue us if you yeah. try something yeah, no, stupid no, no, that no, we talked Lord about. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> because there will there will be physicians somewhere that will, will be just laughing. <laughs> be like, they're so stupid. stupid. Although so you go to your GYN and go, so like, listen to this podcast and what do you think about this? Like, and put these, this in here. We and, will never tell you to put anything in your vaginas. That's not supposed to be there. Oh, I was going to say. That's not supposed okay. to be there. Okay, you know, cucumbers. Okay. And we say, if it's not supposed to be there and you still want to do it, God bless. Yeah. We didn't offer that no, no, advice. No, 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 no We no, didn't no. tell you to do that. Nope. And if nope, you get nope. something stuck, no. keep my name out your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but I if just... you go to your GYN and said, I heard these girls talking about this and I have this, could it be this? Hey, take a look at this. Bingo. You know, the, God bo- bless. the Thank bonus you so much. is when we first started mm-hmm. that um, a couple of the providers did listen. Yeah. And they said to us, you guys did great. Yeah. And yeah. we're like, did we get anything wrong? Because we guide you, yeah. but we don't offer advice and we don't right. diagnose anything. You know, don't send me a picture of your vagina on my email because that's not what I'm about opening up. And I don't want to see your lichen sclerosis or whatever you got hanging out. Which is a thing, by Which the is way. a thing. Google it. Yes. Mm. I don't want to see your prolapse. Is that when it turns into a werewolf? <laughs> that's lycanthropy. Gotcha. <laughs> when Jeremy... As usual. Lycanthropy sclerosis. It's <laughs> when you get a hardening of your werewolf. <laughs> Just wait till we tell. Lycanthropic sclerosis. <laughs> oh, hardening gosh. of your stop, stop it. Arteries. Stop it. She, we, we think that today's today's uh, we just went day. completely off the rails no, today's today. the day that val might be having a little uh, emotional <laughs> issue after little her thing. mom passed away so. yeah i think it's time for me to just yeah. fully lose it yeah. yeah fully lose it That's so right. having said all of that also yes. one final note from me yay uh, jeremy this, this disorder the the anxiety yes of some sort uh <laughs> sounds like any like college level 
philosophy course. Oh, so oh. yeah. There's if you're that. having thoughts it's, of like, oh, what does what what is does the it meaning matter? of life? And you're either oh. having like you should either go to a therapist or maybe pick up a philosophy book or just take a philosophy class. Listen, Val, it's coming right on out. back. Yeah, right on back to what she wanted to do in her life. Yeah, who knew? Who knew? Full circle, baby. That's full exactly circle. right. That's I think as we get older, everything does come full circle, and we're right back. You know, oh, a lot of things yeah, do come full circle. Yeah. Pregnancy brain, now it's menopause brain. Right. Anxiety but also, over school, I think that anxiety. we get some, I mean, we get, we learn so much and get so much smarter, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you've been with Bill and you guys have worked things out mm-hmm. through how many years now? 106. Yep. And so, <laughs> and so. Just I, this year, 106. <laughs> and so, you know, I am dating the amazing Kevin, who. We talk a lot about the fact that if we were in our 20s, this mm. wouldn't have worked out. Oh, if Bill and I, we've been yeah. together 29 years. Right. This year will be 29 years. And I can honestly say, and Bill and I have both said this, if we'd have met any earlier yeah. in our lives, we would not have been together at all. Right. Kevin and Things I Things happen for yeah. a reason yes. when, when they're, they're supposed, supposed to, happen. to happen. You can believe in fate or not yeah. or kismet or yep, karma, yep, yep. whatever you call it. Yep. I firmly believe in it because yeah, we because, were meant to meet when yeah. you're meant, meant to meet. Correct. So and maybe so, that's my purpose in life. Just to make Bill happy and just to raise Jeremy up to a and productive to do this human amazing being. And maybe to help people out. And this is how I help people. Uh-huh. Maybe that's it. Ooh, that's kind of nice. Oh my gosh, my whole life is figured out. I like One that. episode. Wow, so. Man, that's awesome. Well, it took us a, a minute to get It took here. us a minute to get it there, but... <laughs> we, we, I would say 14 episodes. <laughs> 14 episodes. <laughs> but here we are. Hey, this is cheaper than a therapist. So, it really you know, is. We just bring our anxieties and that's all of our right. crazy that's out for right. you guys to listen to, and it works it out for us. So. Well, and you know, right yeah. now we have a whopping, what, 20-something listeners, so we're yeah, killing it. Yeah, double digits. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Shut up, Jeremy. And by you the way, I called board. Jeremy Jamie earlier and wanted to apologize. Oh, I so sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah, thank just you. call him Jay. But he's going he's gonna to re-listen and he'll hear it. He'll be like, there, there it is. Like it there it is. All right, gang. All right, friends. Until next time, I've been Valerie. And I'm Shannon. And this has been Pink Notes. Pinknotes at gmail.com. Two P's, two S's in our email. Send us an email. Thanks. Send us an email if you want me to get a microphone. Yes, send us an email. Get Jeremy a microphone. All right. Later, pals.